Hello everyone, welcome to the Zephyr Lekam Light Evangelization Campaign. Today we're going to read question 158 from the Compendium of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Why is the Church called the Bride of Christ? She is called the Bride of Christ because the Lord Himself called Himself her spouse. Mark chapter 2 verse 19. The Lord has loved the Church and has joined her to Himself in an everlasting covenant. He has given himself up for her in order to purify her with his blood and sanctify her. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26 making her the fruitful mother of all the children of God. While the term body expresses the unity of the head with the members, the term bride emphasizes the distinction of the two in their personal relationship. So for my personal reflection today, we know that um, God in the Old Testament um, referred to the people of Israel as his bride and he made a covenant with them and the analogy of the bridegroom and the bride is uh, referred in the Old Testament uh, in many um, books of the Old Testament by several prophets and all uh, the patriarchs as well. Uh, the most popular one uh, which has been written about and uh, the several meditations including uh, meditations um, by Saint John of the Cross, the uh, Carmelite saint, is on the book of Song of Songs where uh, it's poetry written uh, by King Solomon and that entire book uh, is very explicitly talks about God as uh, the bridegroom and the people of Israel as the bride. And in the New Testament we know that in the New Covenant uh, the people of God are uh, referred to as a bride as well all the way from um, John the Baptist and Jesus and the Apostles to the book of Revelation which reveals mysteries yet to come. Um, it is uh, that analogy of a bride and groom for the church and uh, God is uh, referred to. Uh, starting with John the Baptist, John chapter 3 verse 26 to 29. Uh, we see that the disciples of John the Baptist come to John and ask him um, about Jesus. So they ask, they say, Rabbi, the one who was with you, meaning Jesus, across the Jordan, to whom you testified, here he is baptizing, and everyone is coming to him. John answered and said, No one can receive anything except what has been given him from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said that I am not the Messiah, but that I was sent before him. The one who has a bride is the bridegroom. The best man who stands and listens to him rejoices greatly at the bridegroom's voice. So this joy of mine has been made complete. He must increase, I must decrease. So that was John referring to the church as a bride and Jesus as a bridegroom. And Jesus himself in Mark chapter 2 verses 18 to 20 uh, refers to himself as a bridegroom. 
Here again, the disciples of John and the Pharisees were accustomed to fast. So many people came to Jesus and they asked him. They were objecting. Why do the disciples of John and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? Then Jesus answered them, Can the wedding guest fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. But the days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast on that day. And similarly, after Jesus' um, ascension in the letters of St. Paul to the Corinthians and Ephesians and um, other New Testament books, uh, there are several references that the early Christians made to Christ as the bridegroom and the church as the bride. Uh, in one such reference in the book of Ephesians, we see um, for the husband is head of his wife, just as Christ is head of the church, he himself the savior of the body. So here St. Paul was referring to Christ as the husband of the church. And we know that Jesus himself set an example of servant leadership as how uh, the head should behave by washing the feet of his disciples during his last meal with his disciples before his crucifixion and death. So Christ is at the service of his bride and he is not there to lord it over his bride. So as a bridegroom, he's always with the church and he's always at the service of his beloved bride, the church. And finally, we see in the book of Revelation, uh, John has a vision of the new earth and the new heaven. And uh, in chapter 21, John writes, I also saw the holy city, a new Jerusalem, coming out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And here he was referring to the church as a bride that's adorned for her husband, who is Jesus Christ, the Messiah. And in the final chapter of the Bible, Revelation chapter 22, John has a vision of Jesus and Jesus himself says to John, I, Jesus, sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and offspring of David, the bright morning star. In the next sentence, the spirit and the bride say, come. So here again, the church is saying, come to Jesus. And she does that at every time we celebrate mass, we are looking forward to the second coming of Jesus. And it goes on to say, let the hearer say, come, let the one who thirsts come, the gift of, come receive the gift of living water. So that is talking about the Holy Spirit and the Eucharist, where we eagerly anticipate the second coming of our bridegroom, Jesus Christ. So that's my reflection for today. Hope you have a blessed day, everyone, and thank you for listening.